Hey everyone. So I, um, I think it's relevant to talk about building, how we're built, and why this medicine is important, not just because of trauma, but because we can dislodge ourselves from the coding and the building of ourselves in relationship <clears throat> to those who are wounded. What do you mean by that, Maria? So I, and I can see this now, there's two people in particular that this is happening to where their parents have passed, right? And that's going to happen, right? We're going to die. We're all going to end up dead at some point or not really dead. It's another transformation, right? You just go into another form. Um, um, but one of the, one of the things that we have to see is that we, we are where we're built. We bond where we build. We also block where we build. And here's the thing. Um, and I see this with, with these people, these two people, if, and I actually saw it myself. So this is just a, a sort of a more reflection. So if I, if I have a parent, let's say, who's got a lot of unfinished business, you know, they were hurt, they were wounded, their parents, whatever happened to them, <clears throat> and they still don't have that resolved, then the child is building in relationship to that unresolved piece of them, right? So if I'm angry about something that I can't understand, right, and then I expose my children to that anger, then I have to make them fix it. I, I include them in my own unresolved wound, which is now appearing as part of their structure, right? My own parent, his mother had died at childbirth. He felt responsible for her death, had that completely unresolved, and thereby, okay, we were all included in having to resolve his own self-esteem issues, which was part of something else. But again, you then have to build and take on to resolve their issue. There was somebody else whose parent had MS for a long time, so they had a connection around that disease, right? And became, you know, that's how they were built, right? They weren't built independently of the issues that show up. And that is a problem. That's a very big problem. The idea is, I am who I am. I have this child. It's a gift from the universe. I unwrap it, I look after it, and then I liberate it. I let it go into the river. It becomes itself. I don't show up and then burden it with my problems. That's not how the next piece of us, the next evolution works. Other, you know, otherwise, we just put it in the damaged uh, goods room, right? If I burden my child with my problems, what am I doing? I'm suffocating the expression and the freedom of that child, <coughs> which is why it's imperative that we have children 
right? Understanding that they require our light for them to grow. They don't require, for, we don't ask them to fix our problems. We don't, we're not here to stifle or trample a child with our problems. You poison them for eternity. <coughs> so now what's the problem? Well, <coughs> in both these instances, with these two people, their parents have passed. Right? They just died. They're very entangled. They would been they've lived their life entangled in their problems. So you've built this whole person that is not individual to the parent, isn't its own expression of its life. It lives smothered with all the unresolved issues of the parent who has now passed. It's grown, it's built itself. It never really could find a stable relationship with others, these people that uh, the children, because they were completely entangled <coughs> in resolving the parents' issue. So here's a, just a, a very basic code. You cannot resolve anyone's issue. That's it. They are here to resolve their issues. Fair enough, if your parent's sick or whatever, <coughs> clearly, you're going to be around that, right? So you're going to have to take that on. But it cannot be that you need to resolve your mother's anger, your father's whatever, your mother's alcoholism. It's not for you to resolve. But that's the problem, is the minute the child is dragged into somebody else's washing machine of their own unresolved stuff, that child no longer has the ability to flourish into itself. It's now dragged into this energetic field that requires that it also becomes entangled in the resolution of somebody else's wound. I'm a classic spit out of that. The person I had as a parent had massive self-esteem issues. So much so that we were all trampled by his pussiness, his inability to be a man, his inability to be a father. We all then were dragged into and very damaged by his unresolved issue. So now, <clears throat> when, now I'm going to talk about these people. Now these people have died, right? Now they're stuck. You're still stuck as the person with the unresolved wound of the person that's passed. You've, you've grown yourself around all of that. So what happens? Well, they've gone. So you can't live in that sewer anymore. You're not living in that damage. And now you have a real problem. And the loss is much greater because you've been wired up in that wound. Whatever that wound is, it doesn't matter. It's their outstanding wound that they never resolved. Now the child is forced to resolve that for them. Is carrying that. 
<clears throat> if that person's no longer there, they can't share in that wound together. That means the person's left built out of somebody else's wound. And they, so the child needs the parent, right? They're fixed together in that. They've been, right? They, they're, they're peas in a pod. They've bonded with the wound. They're now carrying that wound. Then that person dies. Now they're stuck. Because they can't share that wound with that person anymore. That's what kept them bonded. Now they're gone. That's a huge devastation to any child, right? But even more so when you're carrying somebody else's wound. Right? Because you never got built as an independent person. So you can't go off and live your life. Right? You're stuck you're bonded with, you're built inside this person's wound. <clears throat> now they've gone. <clears throat> they've gone. And how are you going to then <clears throat> dismantle that, right? That wound. The loss is even greater because you were built together in their wounds. Again, if you haven't been reflected as your own independent expression of this divinity, right? If instead of you being expressed as that independent expression, this divinity, then you are trapped inside their wounds, right? You are forced to live with them to somehow <clears throat> fix that wound with them right? Your code includes their coding. So when they pass, the devastation is huge because you've been left uncooked, right? You've been trapped in their wound. You can, now you really can't resolve their wound because they've passed, but you're carrying it. And you have no self outside of that wound to grow and flourish, right? I hope this is making sense. So that is another reason why the medicine is very important. The medicine disentangles you from somebody else's energetic field, especially if it's a damaged field or if there's negativity going on or if there's stuff that's unresolved, <clears throat> right? There's either, wow, you know, Sammy shows up. I love Sammy. I'm going to make Sammy secure. Sammy's going to become whoever he's going to become. And I'm not going to impose. I am not going to, you know, throw him into, you know, throw him into my pool of shit, right? <coughs> right? Sammy is going to grow independently of me. And my, my task here as a gardener is to nurture Sammy to grow into his full potential, right? I give him safety, I give him love, I watch how he grows and I nourish that. I don't come in with my truckload of shit and drop it on him, right? 
So in the other instance where I go, I'm angry, I'm an alcoholic, I'm a this, I'm a that, I've got all these unresolved issues, and I'm just like, just letting it all out on my child, because I haven't resolved it, now I'm giving it for my child to carry. What does that mean? My child doesn't grow into his spirit. He's now stuck and building a person that's also trying to fix me and carry my wounds. So I basically hijacked my child. And here's the deal. Great for the parent who's always dumping their shit on their child, right? They don't need to resolve it. They don't need to see it. They're just dumping on the child. The child is trying to resolve it. It's not the child's responsibility to resolve your fucking problems. It's not fair to drown your child in your issues that you need to take responsibility for. Why? Because now you've hampered that child. That child is now completely confused, running around, trying to figure out how to connect with you. And they're carrying your burden, which is completely wrong for them. You've hijacked them. And they're always going to be stuck with you because they need to resolve your wound because the most important bond is with your parents, right? So you don't let that child go because a child wants that connection, is desperate for that connection. So the child is constantly trying to resolve an unresolvable problem because it's not their problem. It's your fucking problem. <clears throat> and so you never let them go. And they're always in this confused state. And of course, it moves into all their life, their work, their relationships, they can't have relationships, their work, whatever. It's always a huge obstacle and barricade to their own spirit, to their own expression. Right? That child is now a prisoner. And it all looks normal and stuff. But that child, <coughs> that is seeping into everything that they do. They they question themselves. They don't, there's no, there's no resolution, right? It's all just constant trying to resolve an unresolvable equation. And then the parent dies. Now they're stuck. They don't have the other half of the fuel. They'll never be able to resolve that problem. That person's gone. And they have no access to themselves because they spent their whole fucking life trying to resolve somebody else's shit. And now they have a real problem because the person's passed, they're carrying the wound, the loss is massive because they only shared, they only, they only built that version of themselves in relationship to that person and that person's gone. So now they're stuck. As the person they built in relationship to that wounded person now they have to get themselves out of that. Right? This is the reason not to have, you know, unless you're ready to have children, don't have them. Don't poison them with your shit. That's why the medicine is so important. Because a medicine disentangles and collapses these things, creatures, beings that we've built in relation to other people's crap. 
right? If there's a parent that abuses you, you're carrying that. You're carrying that burden for them. You have to resolve that burden. Why am I scrambling around an obstacle? I just fucking got here, right? I just arrived and now you're fucking abusing me? That means that now I have to carry your burden and resolve your fucking issue? That means that I can't grow into this fantastic expression of who I am. No, now I'm completely paralyzed. I'm stuck here and I'm forced to build in confusion and in the darkness and in self-doubt and in refusal because you fucking asshole didn't resolve your crap. Basically it, it's the truth. It is unfair for a parent to stuff their kids with their shit and to make them carry their shit. It's unfair. If you have shit, don't dump it on your children. That's all. Because then your child is forced to resolve your fucking issues. And it's not the child's responsibility. And what you're basically doing is you're burying your child and hijacking their life force, which was going to become whatever. It doesn't even matter what it is. Going to climb the Himalayas or clean a toilet. It doesn't matter. It's theirs. You've stolen their life. And I get it. People just do things because they're stupid and they want and they, whatever. But the motivation, <clears throat> um, we need have to understand our motivations, why we do things. I mean, I understand people are young, they make mistakes. I get all of that. I'm not, no. what I'm saying is that we need to understand that our actions have consequences, especially upon newly born children who are clean slates. No one comes into the world as a sinner. It's all crap. We come as a piece of divinity. Right? That's all we come as. The possibility and the great potential of an expression of this divinity. We do not come here to be pummeled by somebody else's crap. Either by their beliefs that don't serve us or whatever. Right? I am already a part of yesterday, right? If you're giving birth, if you're, your children, you're already a part of yesterday. Your, your children are the new piece of this evolution. They have to be released to grow into that next expression. I can't dump all my old shit on a kid and make it live in my old fucking crazy world. My world is already old by the time a child comes, right? I can guide it. I can love it, I can secure it, make sure that what, it, what it's going to grow into, I'm going to create the fertile soil for it to grow into itself. But I'm not here to make it wrong, to refuse it, to dump my shit on it, to make it carry my secrets, to confuse it. No, none of that. I've just buried it then. Right? That's just a burial ground. On arrival. So <clears throat> I can see with myself, thank God, I've been through all of this with the medicine. 
it's a lot of work to disentangle. You know, when you get out the other side is when you see them as separate. You're in the front row looking at the theatre. You're at the front row of the theatre looking on the stage. You're no longer connected to them. <clears throat> Once I understood who these people were, what they did, I was able to extricate all the rage, etc. Now I'm, you know, I'm separate to them. I can begin to express my spirit. But that took a lot of work. That's how deeply embedded these codes are. And as I look out at these two people, I see people now that are really, are stuck. Because the partner in crime, the person that buried them has gone, but they're left behind all of the markings of their wound on that other person, which is their prison now. It's the most unfair thing to do to dump your shit on someone else. Because then they have to deal with it. Then they have to be blocked by it. Then they have to disentangle it. Then they have to sit in 10,000 ayahuasca ceremonies to get rid of it. If they even get there. That's, that's if you're lucky. Right? If not, you're right, taking 10,000 drugs and whatever and in a comatose state half your fucking life. And why I feel very strong is because it's unfair. And I've seen that because of the ceremonies, right? It's unfair to, to force, to dump, to play games. I mean, with one person I knew, that this woman would play games with him all the time, you know, change the will every week and this, and it was all a game. Right? To put that child into confusion, to put that child into disarray, to put that child into not knowing what was going to happen. Did he love her? Did she love him? Didn't she love him? And it's like, what? Why would you do that? Because you don't feel enough? Because you feel whatever? Well, deal with your own shit, right? And on top of it, she was a shrink, which is even worse. So... They're counting and they know that children need their parents. You know, again, when these agencies come in to take these children because they've been so abused, you know, people put them in cages and feed them dog food. I mean, the things they do to children is just, I just, it hurts just to even talk about it. To an innocent, vulnerable child. That someone would do, would touch the hair on a little child's head is just on me but they know that's where you bond you're not going to leave that parent even if they you know put you in a crib with broken bottles you'll endure it to get that connection Right? I mean, I did, oh my God, the things I did to have a connection, I just don't even, I mean, I refused a whole being sent out to be a fucking abused to have a connection, a whole pedophile ringer to have that connection, anything to have that connection, married someone for them for that connection, anything, right? We're desperate to have parents, desperate, right? 
And that's why it's doubly unfair. Because you're so vulnerable. You're so vulnerable. That you'll do anything. And we can't see because we're children. We can't see what's happening. We can't see that we're taking on these people's crap. We can't see any of this. Because we are so desperate for something to connect to, to bond with. Someone. Even now, I know people who were severely abused. Oh, it was my lesson. It was my... No, it isn't. It's not a fucking lesson. A person that beats the shit out of you as a child is not a lesson. It's a monster, not a fucking lesson. Right? Oh, I had to go through this. No, it's a monster. A sexual abuse, it's a monster. It's a dark energy. It's not something to sort of just all, oh, yes, it's all meant to be. I was meant to be in the 12 step program. I was meant. No, you aren't. No one is supposed to be hurt or damaged. Not how it works. Right? We have to somehow accommodate this. No, there's no accommodation. It shouldn't happen, right? It's wrong. Nobody should abuse a child. Nobody should pour their poison onto a child. Nobody should in any way touch the hair of a child's head or hurt it in any way. That is sacrilege to nature. It's not a lesson, it's sacrilege. And so... To get out, we have to disentangle ourselves from these people. They're dark energies, right? You have to disentangle yourself, separate yourself energetically from, because otherwise you will spend the rest of your life chasing your tail because you cannot fix somebody else's wound. It is not your job to fix somebody else's wound. It's your job to extricate yourself from that energetic connection to their wound. That's your job. To heal yourself from them. That's what you're doing in the ayahuasca ceremony. That's why it's so difficult. Because you don't want to. You don't even no matter how bad it is. You don't want to do that. Right? I had a friend who was talking about the father that had hurt her playing baseball with her potential new child. That's how powerful it is. We can't let them go in our brains. We have to let them go. And we can do that in the medicine because the medicine gives us the information, shows us the truth of what happened, reparents us in the light of, it's of the love that you're given by this medicine. And so you're able to heal. It's painful, it's difficult, any collapse, any change, of course, any transformation has its difficulty. But getting out of carrying somebody else's wound, getting out of that energetic field that doesn't belong to you is imperative if you want to be free. I remember very clearly in a ceremony when I was trying to get out. I had all these Indians because I 
my family is from some other life, and I'm an Indian from some other life. Anyway, so I'm in the ceremony, and all these Indian, mounted Indian Indians are like, come on, Maria, come on, leave. And I couldn't fucking crawl across that floor. It was so, I was stuck. I couldn't, I was trying to get to them. I couldn't, the magnetism, the powerful energetic realm in which I was stuck didn't allow me to leave. And I asked the Indians, why did I leave? Like, tell me, why the fuck did I end up here in this situation? And they said to me, you didn't leave. You were stolen. Right? When someone dumps all their energetic shit on you, you are stuck. It's a theft of your spirit. It's not fair. Quite simply, it's not fair. But there's nothing you can do about it because you're building there, right? That's, that's the place that you're going to build in. You come in barely cooked. You're still cooking. That's where you're going to cook. You're going to take on all of these problems. And they become your burial ground. You don't leave there. You're going to build according to that. You're going to find people like them. Right? You're going to reinterpret them over and over. You're going to continually find the same conditions so you never leave. Your whole life will be around resolving that wound, especially if they set it up that you're forced into this constant interplay. Like, here it is, here it isn't, here it is, here it isn't, here it is, here it isn't. You will try to resolve it in your relationships. You will find the same conditions in your work. You're, you're going to constantly be in that state of no ground. Of no anchoring. It doesn't have to be some massive trauma that happened. It doesn't have to be, you know, mine was pretty obscenely awful. But like, it does all of it, as, as the medicine says. It's not what happens. It's the fact that you're disconnected from you. From your spirit, from your divinity, from the expression of that. The cord is cut. It's like you're left in this one room wrestling this one creature your whole fucking life. And you're wrestling their spirit. You're trying to calm it, alleviate it, resolve it. You can't. You can't. It's not for you to resolve. I was trapped in it for years. I mean, I was just in a coma. And I just agreed to do, you know, see myself as this horrible, self-loathing creature and then build what they wanted. That was the trick. And then when you leave, you're wrestling with them. You're wrestling with all these energies. Because your whole being is built out of it. Your thinking, your body, your part, your soul, every piece of you is 
marinated in this. So when you say, why am I so angry? Why am I so this? Well, look at where you came from. Trace it back. And again, most of us don't want to see it. I don't want to see that my parents set me out to be sexually abused. I do not want to see that I was, for them, I agreed to blank out the fact that I was in a fucking underground pedophile ring. I blacked it out for them and for myself to survive. And I still kept shoring these people up. We will do anything for parents. So to undo the damage, we have to give them back their wounds. No, this belongs to you. This is not my wound. It doesn't belong to me. Sorry, take it back. Resolve it in another lifetime if you have to, but not mine. You have to extricate yourself because you've been built around all of their shit. And you can't even see it. You don't know it. You don't know that you've been not your spirit's been knocked out. You don't know that you've buried yourself to fix them because there was no one for you, for you that, to show, you know, for you to grow, right? Your spirit needs a reflection of love, security, and, and safety, right? So you don't know it. So when you go into that ceremony, again, you don't know how deep this, that, the damage is. You don't because you're already structured. You're already built in reflection to their wounds. How do I know I was a structure? I was built, I didn't know. I was, you know, everything I'd concocted as a child was I was a savior and I was this. I didn't know where all that came from. I didn't know anything. I was the top of the little iceberg, a little little bird on top of the, the iceberg. But my construction was a whole fucking iceberg. The medicine takes you to the very incipient beginnings of your whole... Imagine like you're just a flat balloon and then someone blows you up into all these different shapes. I keep thinking about those balloon people in those parties for children they just make all these different shaped balloons that's what I imagine it as it's like you get sculpted into like a little doggy or something in a balloon it's not who you are or you're poured into a, you know the water is poured into a shape and stuck in the fridge and it's frozen in that shape again not who you are the medicine dissolves the energetic paralysis if your energy that just flows, right, and you come here and that energy is then shaped into a particular form, you think it can't be undone. It can. It can be undone in the medicine because the medicine is energy work. It's a dissolution and the cleansing of energy. Imagine yourself encrusted around all these energetic forces. <clears throat> I remember one very disheartening conversation I had with a shaman many years ago he did a ceremony he said listen Maria you are surrounded your whole spirit is surrounded by loads of these dark forces there are spells and I'm like oh for God's sake that can't possibly be the case yeah I was 
I was frozen. I was paralyzed. I was owned. Right? But I was having the perfect life. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? That's what the medicine does. You collapse because you see, because you relive, because you can finally say yes to everything. Yes to the fear, yes to the truth, yes to the ugliness, yes to the horror, yes to the, the whole motherboard of information about who you truly are and how you've been built. It's a big yes to whatever the fuck is going to show up. That's how you detach unscramble right dissolve these energies that have have you trapped and they, and again it doesn't have to be a big conundrum they don't oh i was taken out and chopped up and then i was thrown overboard no no it can be the simple act of a parent that needs to take its shit out on a child and it could be in the most simple ways like oh like it could be that passive aggressive oh you didn't do that for me as simple as that the game playing that parents do with their children or the guilt or the shame or the what the fuck the child is carrying all of that if it's cooked there where you build you bond The child is always answering for your unfinished crap. The most important thing you can give a child is to say, you know, I'm going to grow you and this is a complete open field of honesty. So when you think I suck, you tell me I suck. Or if I've done something wrong, you tell me I've done something wrong. Right? And I can see you and I can hear you and I can respond. I've had that. I've done things which, un, you know, I don't know. And my children have said, no, mom, that's not, yeah? You were wrong to do that. They were right. It's an open field of honesty where you are two separate human beings that once a human being can say to the other person, no, that was wrong or that affected me or whatever. And I can say, yeah, you were right. That was unfair. I couldn't see it, but it was wrong. They are separate to you. The divinity is a separate piece of expression of it to you. Right? It's the next piece. It's the next expression of this divinity. And I have no right to hold that back in any way at all <clears throat> I'm only here to water that garden to water that next crop to let it grow into its next expression I'm not here to take my little old ass my old little thinking and smother it and, and create blockages for it because of my yesterday it's my yesterday right 
I'm not, not going to block my yesterday for your tomorrow. That's why we live in a world that's like, oh, you will never die. We must always remain the same. No, it's a constant transformation. We have to get here, live the cycle, fuck off, and then come back. If we come back, learn the lesson, fuck off, come back. Born, learn the lesson, fuck off, come back. I'm not here to change it. I'm not here to uh, argue with nature. Right? That's what we're all doing. Oh, I can't get old. Oh, look at these wrinkles. Oh, I'm getting old. Like it's some kind of like disease. You're going to fucking get old. That's part of the cycle. If it wasn't, it wouldn't be here. Why are we arguing with it? Because we're busy trying to control nature in the labs and the pills. And the, there'll be a pill that you'll never die. And be, who the fuck wants that? Why am I interfering in the cycle of nature? It's our inability to accept, to have reverence for and respect for. This thing is just so much bigger. When you go into a ceremony, you'll see, you'll see, you'll sit, you'll sit at the footstep of it and just like cry with awe, like, oh my God, I know nothing. Right? You realize, oh my God, I'm just like a little tiny grain of sand, like in this huge cosmos of stuff. Right? What control do I have? None. I'm just a, a channel for it. That's it. Oh, I'm busy in the lab trying to make another pill to make you feel. Uh, I don't know what the side effects are. You might die, but you know it's gonna have something. I'm gonna have little control over you, right? The thing about the medicine is you get to see. First of all, how tiny you are in this huge cosmos. How you don't really have any control, <laughs> right? You think you're so smart and you're so important and you've got your Prada bag and your Malibu home and you're just it, right? There is no destination. It's just a constant recycling. This is the version of you in this moment. But why should I be buried by somebody else? I need to get the. I want. I need to get my expression here, right? Whatever that looks like. I don't want to be stuck on a side road, like changing a wheel for the rest of my life, or trying to put a wheel onto a car that's never going to fit. Why? unfair I don't want to be in my 12 step program actually I'm not in a program but like you know why should I be in this program forever the idea is I need to use this vehicle to get out not use this vehicle to reinforce you know I, I think there's something wrong about like I'm a this I'm a this I'm not a this I'm not an addict I'm not a this I'm not a that I'm not a pink I'm not a yellow I'm just this thing this piece of divinity in this apparition. Why would I continue to consolidate my imprisonment by giving it an identity? Right? Oh, I'm, a, I'm an addict. I'm not a fucking addict. 
I may be an addict for a moment in time, but the idea is that I'm going to resolve that problem. So therefore, I don't, there, I don't need an identity around anything, right? You'll see in the medicine. It's just like, look, here's a blockage. That blockage is stopping your life force. You have to resolve that blockage. You can't see that blockage because it happened early on. You're going to have to relive every moment of these events that you have refused. And then you get to be back in the river, right? It's not like, oh, I'm this and I'm this forever. Right? I think there are levels of healing and there are the ways that we that can, it, that can help you, right? I'm in a program because I'm so out of control. I need to stabilize. Okay. I go to a shrink because I'm, you know, I don't understand. I need to start that first step. Right. It's a place to start. It's not where you end up. I think there was a very, um, uh, one of these guru people or whatever, sort of Zen people that were saying, you know, you don't, you know, you make the altar to, or, or it was, or was it a statue or something, you put it there to heal, but it's not there forever. It's just part of the stages of your healing, right? Right? I don't want to be in an ayahuasca ceremony forever. I need to be there until I'm out, until I'm healed. There is an end to this thing, right? Once you're completely collapsed, you're out and back into the river. But it's not an identity. It's the steps through the darkness to get out. It doesn't become the destination. Right? You're there to heal, to collapse. And again, in the medicine, it's happening in, a, in its own particular way. I don't know, right? I don't know how nature works. It's working because you're waking up, right? So where we bond, we build. And again, if we're burdened with somebody else's wound and we spend all our life building ourselves around that wound and trying to heal that wound and fix that wound, it's like we're just stuck in the same place, trying to change a wheel on a tire that's on the side of the road, that's been on the fucking side of the road for your whole life. Give up the car, give up the tire. Walk away and hitchhike back to, your, to you, right? You can't see it's a trick. You've been stuck there with them. Right? Well, then I have to go to a program or a situation to fix why it is that I'm still on the side of the road trying to fix this person's tire. All right. Go there to figure it out. And then get out. And I think why the medicine is the most powerful of vehicles to leave is that it's really probing into the very essence of your energetic field. These are energies. It's not a thought. It's an energy. That's where you're stuck. It's in their energy, in their energetic field. You're trapped in their energetic field. You can't 
get out of an energetic field because you talk a bit or you give yourself an identity or whatever. In the end, yes, you need stabilizers, right? You need to find some place where you can be stable, where there can be a stopping and a seeing and a support system. But that doesn't become... You don't interchange, you know, the trauma for a destination where you just, you still have the trauma, but you give it an identity, right? The real healing is, I'm out. I'm out. And there's no problem. I can fully acknowledge it might take a day. It might take a century. It might take an, take an eternity. But the idea is that you're going to get out. You're going to collapse all of these energetic strangleholds, right? And you'll see it in these different pieces of you, right? For me, I had to go through two, two pieces of blockage. One was actually seeing, accepting that I was sold by my parents and extricating myself from them. And the next piece was, I'm now going to get myself out of this vermin, which is this, you know, evil virus that snuck into me at the beginning. Now I got to get that out, right? There's a clear goal of complete collapse, right? It all needs to go. Your spirit needs to be totally and utterly free to express itself outside of any energetic imposition by anything or anyone, right? But the first piece is the parent piece, is the bonding piece, is the building piece, it's the burial ground piece, it's the place where you have constructed a version of yourself in response to somebody else's wounds. And what you built to accommodate them, that that's the most difficult the first code on the computer is the most difficult code to tear down but you can do it you can do it because if the other piece of you if the piece that injured you in which you have built their injury passes, you're left with a version of them that they never healed and then you are left still trying to fix it. And in order to not be in that position, the best thing is to extricate yourself from their wounds, from their problems. It's like taking off a thousand years of encrusted outerwear. You slip off, you take off that costume that you've built. In the death, they say, you know, you slip out of the costume you've been wearing your whole life. And when you're in a ceremony, you're slipping out of the costume that you built in that confusion, in that 
fear in that early, barely their unconscious state. You're taking off their problem. You give it back to them. It is not for you to build around a wound. It is not for you to resolve their wounds. It is not for my children to resolve my problems. I am there to reflect their being, their essence. Right? I'm not here to dampen all of that life force with my yesterday, with my shit. So either way, if you're a parent, be a great parent. Love those children for who they are, for what they are, and let the expression of the next piece of this divinity have full reign. It's got nothing to do with you. You are yesterday. Sorry, but it's true. And if yourself are trapped still and don't know it, or stuck, or feel stuck, or feel you know, this endless engagement in this one place, then go into an ayahuasca ceremony and extricate yourself from somebody else's stuff. And be the expression of the divinity and the spirit that showed up. It's like that great Zen Kawan. What was my original face before my mother and father was born? Who was I when I arrived with spirit, energy, and consciousness? Because that is the flow of the river. I want to be in that river. And if they've made you feel bad or guilty or shamed you into belonging and fixing their problem, then clean it off in the medicine. We all have our journey. We all have our stuff to resolve. We're here to try and do it in this lifetime. But we are not here to dump that responsibility on anyone else. Right? So, there are many reasons to do the medicine. But this one in particular, to extricate yourself from that crooked trestle that isn't the shape that you were meant to be, isn't the person that you were meant to be, the medicine is is there to help you dissolve that. To really help you reconnect to your spirit and to live the truth of that spirit that was buried by the stampede of somebody else's unresolved problem. Bye.